welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Have you registered for SEMA Pint Night? You got to go now. Put your phone down. Click on a keyboard. Wait. No, don't do that. Don't put your phone down. Just like DJ says, swipe up if you're on Apple. Swipe up. Get rid of this. Still listen to it. But go to your browser. Go to SEMAPintNight.com. Get pre-registered. That way you don't have to wait. We'll see you at the Gordon Beers Brewery November 5th, 8 to 10 o'clock. SEMAPintNight.com. All right, so we are, where are we? We're in Hooters, America. Hooters. America. America. Celebrating Breast Week, cancer. Breast Week? Breast <laughs> Celebrating Breast Week. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> How did we celebrate? We haven't been able to celebrate too well, have we? <laughs> well, somebody did. <laughs> we need to celebrate Breast Week even better. All right, so we are in Richmond, Virginia. Just got finished up over at Jewel Flawless Finish, and so we ran over to uh, grab a bite. Tell us who you are. I'm Elston. I work at iShine Detail Shop in Williamsburg, Virginia. I am Kenya Williams with the owner of iShine for You Auto Detailing. Gil, Tango Mike Automotive. I'm Darren from 66 Auto Detail. Cool. cool. All right, we're going to, what did you guys get to drink? I got a butt. Yeah, we're trying <laughs> Yingling, right? Yingling. Is it a, it's a local beer? No, Yingling is the oldest American brewery. You can only buy east of the In Mississippi? East, yep, east of the Mississippi. Okay. So... And I got a blue moon. Yeah, yeah. nice. Here they come. Got to have an orange in it. Yep, yep. Blue moon with an orange. And then our fit friend that cares about his, his physique and his muscles. Yeah, exactly. got the Nickelodeon. And he's got muscles. Right? Yeah, that was the joke. So what was your name? Shayla. Shayla? All right, so the joke was when Shayla, when I walked up from the bathroom, she said, she said, you, we got you a Bud Light. It was like, oh, yeah. no good, no You're good. You're the picky one. Did you get starters? Did you get? Yeah, I got some starters. What'd you get? Uh, you got some buffalo platters. Oh, okay. How are the, how are the pretzels? They're pretty good. I'd recommend them. Okay, yeah. The chicken well, chips are also really good. No, I don't want to do, uh, yeah, I love pretzels. The pretzels? Yeah. Okay, I'll get you guys that. Thanks, guys. Cool. All right, so we talked a little bit. All right, here's our healing. Yep, right here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I like your nails. Thank you. All right, let's do a cheers. Cheers. Wait. Oh. Wait. You said said wait and they stopped. Here we go. Cheers again. Yes. Right. We can't spill on that one. How do you guys pronounce 
Yingling. Yingling? Mm -hmm. How so I said it right? I don't know. We're from Oklahoma. How do you yeah. want to pronounce so it? So we just call it whatever we want. Yingling? Yeah, I don't drink beer, so whatever. Uh, whatever what? someone says to me back, I'm like, okay. And then I'll go type it in. I think you girl. Yeah. Oh, how'd you guess that? Crown apple. Crown apple. Yes. What do you do it with? With apple juice? Oh, or just straight because we're not trying to waste calories and we're just trying to get drunk. Nice. Just crown. Oh, uh, yeah. what about? Have you done the crown peach that they came out with? No, I heard it's good though. Oh, so good. You, do you like sweet tea? Like, I do. That, that, I yeah. feel like you should, I right? Didn't like, uh, sweet tea and crown I tried peach. I like vanilla. Sweet tea and crown peach. You didn't like the vanilla. You're done. It's gross. Yeah. And crown regular is gross too. Oh, crown I wouldn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I always get it though when I'm at the club because it's like the whale of the crowns. Alright, so what club yeah. are we going to? Yeah. Because we gotta go you out gotta, tonight. Yeah, We've so been asking different out. people. Oh, really? Not necessarily. Yeah, no, 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 with you. We just mean like, oh, where uh, should we go? Yeah. Wow, she backed out of that pretty yeah, quick. She's like, yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of homecomings in yeah, this town. Like, no, there's no homecomings right now. Oh, Virginia, Virginia State. State. Yeah, Virginia. Yeah. So I don't know what would be probably Main State. Yeah, Main State. Any bar yeah. on Main Street. Yeah. Or even there's a couple on Broad Street that might. I think we were going down to Scotts. Scott's edition. Scott's yeah. edition. Okay. Is there anything down there? There's just bar, there's there. just a bunch of beer. Did you say old people? No. No, it won't, oh. I, just, I think everybody's gonna be more towards campus than. Oh yeah, so. Mason Lake where? Wineries on by Scotts Edition, right? It's not like yeah. that winery, and then. So I mean, like it'll it'll probably be okay. It probably won't be as packed because I think people are doing school activities. Or just like yeah. downtown. Yeah. Well, we went to downtown last night. Yeah, it'd be yeah. crazy. Yeah. We'll be crazy. Uh oh, downtown will again. Yeah. Was it? Penny Lane? Penny Lane or Penny something? Lane? We went there. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it like a yeah. pub? Kind of? yeah. yeah. It was. So it was like an Irish pub. Okay. There was nobody there. Oh, yeah. Is that by Cha There was a club, though, over there that we saw, but they told us that we probably wouldn't fit in. Okay. <laughs> they kicked me out yeah. before. Tap House? Tap House is really. Tap House. Okay. Dad, you guys can fit in that. Like, everybody goes to Tap House. It's pretty people. Pretty people, right? Is, so you're saying? Yeah. Charles is like more of a. Charles is. No, Denise is hard. A lot of drunk yeah. 19 year olds. You don't want to yeah, go to Yeah, no, we don't want to go to No, it's. Yeah, literally 19 year olds who think I need to. You don't want to go to Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. We don't want to I didn't bring mine. Anyway. Oh, no, that's not tonight. That's Thursday. Yeah. No, they do it all week long. No, they don't. They don't. Where are you all going again tonight? I don't know. Remember, she backed out. She was like, no, no, no. We were focused on going I'm chilling out. If you were going somewhere, where would you go? Oh, power hour? Yeah. Oh. Usually power hour. Power hour? Yeah. Power hour. Dollar whale drinks. Dollar drinks. Yeah. So, oh, dollar whale? Oh, that's good. For, uh, for an hour. Yeah. So, like, you go out the bar and get, like, five. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get them all at once. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, I, I like it. It's kind of like a speakeasy type. Yeah. yeah. Downstairs. And you're, like, in the basement. There's no service. It's a, it's a bunch of fun. Like, you're just with the people that you're with. The, the one time I went to Mardi Gras, we had to stop to spend the night. What are you gonna do for some beads? Right? And found this little, get this little club no, that, that had no the well. <laughs> dollar wells. Best night ever, right? You drink dollar wells for a couple hours? You're good to go. If I was in New Orleans, I'd probably have better than drinking one dollar wells in Virginia. Hey, wow. You know, but. I mean, it's all you know, it's, about what you make it. Yeah. yeah. I was fine with drinking dollar wells. It's no, I, I, I'm fine <laughs> with it, but like, I feel like it's just more fun in New Orleans. Yeah. 
Well, we just had to spend the night before we got there. We couldn't drive that far. That's what I was meaning. Wait, where were you going? Yeah, where well, we're from Oklahoma. Oh, well, how are we supposed to know that? Wait, why were you in New Orleans? Yeah, wait, what? Oklahoma? No, what? we were in Oklahoma. We're from oh, Oklahoma. Driving. They yeah. driving. This is their stop. So oh, no, no, this was years ago. This stop. was years oh, ago. Oh, no, 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 girl. We're, we're, wow, we're so yeah. Get the story together. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying. He was partying in New Orleans. I was just, yeah, I just took a road trip. We went down to North, like, went to Mardi Gras. I was just saying we went. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Years ago. Yeah, I was just saying the only time, like, for a club and dollar wells, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Like, that's the best. But I say anything you search as far as, like, bars, and if you see it's on Main Street, either uptown or downtown. Okay. Be okay. Thank you. No yeah. Be safe tonight, guys. Oh, yeah. Have a drink. So we brought him along, Tango Mike. It's too much. And we brought Uber along. So, yeah. yeah. We'll be safe. Really we brought cool Uber along. Really? Yes, it's, it's awesome. pretty fun. Yeah. The Virginia <laughs> We've met New York, lady from New York. We had a dude from Jordan. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was telling us all about how many wives you could have in Jordan. Oh, wow. Oh, and yeah, then, he was awesome. Yeah. yeah, and then his wife was Puerto Rican. And I, I, I wanted to ask him, now, how in the hell Jordan and Puerto Rico and this thing? He goes, oh, she telling me what to do. Wow. It, it was fun. And then the lady last night was a... She worked for a company that did Jewish Christians. Oh, yeah. She was a uh, personal assistant, basically the executive assistant to the president of some global mission outreach for yeah. Jews that had become Christians. Yeah. I, and she it, was, lived, it was really weird. She like, lived in, she she lived in D.C. In, um, and saved up her money to move down Israel? here. But yeah, she lived in Israel for three yeah. years. Yeah, I mean, just really oh, interesting. Man, we just get, yeah. Marty goes, you can just drink beer in their car. They, it's cool. And we get in and we yeah. say, I don't know about this. Yeah, Rich, and we, we get, get off flex of everybody, man. And she and starts telling us her story. Here I am drinking this beer in her car. I'm like, oh, Marty's going to turn Well, that's what I asked her. I was like, you're Christian. Can you drink beer? She's like, I drink beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, we go, so where do we go? She goes, oh, I'm going home. And I was like, Kind of that same reaction. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, just tell well, us. Nobody wants to hang out go. with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we try. <laughs> and then the, the restaurant guy. At first, they were like, they did not want to like us. And then by the end, they were all sitting there, we were watching the game. Oh, wow. talking. So when did y'all get in? Uh, Thursday. 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 Oh wow. Yeah. So y'all just on a weekend tour? Some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Just come in, do a couple things. Yeah. Yeah. I think. For you, it's open for anybody, really, on this side of the earth, South Virginia alone. You know, it's open for any distributor, manufacturer, or whatever. So, I mean, it takes only a matter of time, I should say. Yeah. Is it, you think the area, and you think it's a growing? I mean, talk about the, what is it like well, here in your state? You think detailing is, is continuing to it is. grow it's and grow? It is. Continuing to grow and evolve, man. Sorry. Did you guys ready to order? Oh, I don't know. He stepped out. Stepped so. out. Yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. Back. I just want to make sure I don't miss. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it's, I think it's steadily growing because now everyone's looking at it as an actual business versus uh, just a hustle, if you will. Can we get a couple of plates? Like small plates? Please? Yeah. And um, I think it's just, it just opens up for anybody to come in, like a big firm or big company, manufacturing company of some sort. I mean, it do very well. Um, you know, we just give you. We just got, you know, uh, chemical guys. 
open up a shop in Virginia Beach. Chemical Guys has a has a shop. I mean, has that's a, been um, a big thing for Chemical Guys lately. They, they have a set up, storefront. Yeah, yeah, set up storefront, See, distribution storefront. Selling in like yeah. O'Reilly's or Napa or Walmart or yeah. something. Sorry, we do. I don't know if Shannon's mentioned to you yet. We have a table of goodies for breast cancer awareness. You buy something off the table. Are you going to be separate checks today? Sort of, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it'll be one. Well, if everybody kind of like gets a little bit of something or even makes a donation, you get 10% off your tab. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get some. Yeah, we'll get some here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll let you know because we have to tell you. Yeah. So what? Just let them know that if they buy something from the table, the majority of them, since they're going to be on the tab, yeah. um, they get 10% off their tab. Okay. 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 Go ahead and order food, baby. Just say the receipt and give it to me when you're done. Uh, Chinese. Uh, I just I just did a Google Map Chinese oh, that's close to us that delivers. What's up, buddy? You got it. She's out and about, baby. I don't know. I don't know. You drink? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Yeah, you can throw them away. How's everything going? I heard. I saw Katie. Uh, Katie reached out. Any, any issues or anything like that? Was she delivering yeah, the yeah, estimate? Yeah, that'll be more. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> kind of poking fun at him. And- but he, he called me out, but I, I deserved it. Mm-hmm. So why do you think why do you think the industry is growing so much here in the state? Well, I think because guys are more taking it more serious, and they seeing what area other areas are doing, like Florida, like California, states that are known to have details and what they think is happening. The nicer cars. <coughs> I think Virginia is just one of those just. just Steady growing okay. and detailing. You would say the same way, like you notice, like the, mm-hmm. you know, it's about that time for like a big manufacturer or distribution company to come to Virginia and then set up shop. Yeah. I know in your area, it's probably ideal because <laughs> more company cars are there. But. So, do you think it's just overall the industry's growing? Yeah, I think it's overall, you know, everyone's taking notice. Oh, thank you. What do you think? Um, I think a couple. One, the, the, the yeah. Let me throw some of that cheese in there. I don't know. How do you yeah, get that's the what I did. I just, just pour it out. Yeah, I just skipped it over onto it. Right. So, <clears throat> I think there's a couple factors. One, I think people, uh, guys like 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 us, are starting to realize that uh, we could actually make a good living doing yeah. something that we love. That, that's that's one of the big factors. So I think we're the driving fat, the driving force that helps companies. Mm-hmm. Distributors, IGL guys, you guys from CC105, Next Level Coatings, uh, uh, Total Solutions to kind of help help drive our passion. I mean, we we got to have the we got to have the materials to do what we we love to do, right? Uh, so there's that, and uh, I think a lot of people in the community are starting to see that this is actually an industry that you can make a comfortable living in. So mm-hmm. now you got to weed out those that are just doing it for the money versus those of us that are doing it for the passion. That this is. This is a craft. It's an art for us. Well, I don't think you ever weed them out, do you? You don't. You don't. But uh, I think at the end of the day, what's helped me, and that's actually because there is uh, like, what, nine detailers. Three of them are shops in my local area. What is what has put me ahead from them, and these are shops that have been open for years. Like, I've only been in business in two years. 
been in my shop for a year and a half legitimately and I'm I'm out striding them now one of the big factors is because I keep saying the proof is in the pudding you got the local community going to those guys that are just doing it for the money and it'll show in the craftsmanship it'll show in their work versus people are doing it for their passion and you know for me and Tango Mike this doesn't feed my family but it feeds my passion it, it, it feeds what I'm doing. And so let's go, let's break that down. When you say somebody's doing it for the money, right? I mean, we should do everything for money, right? Right. So explain a little bit more on what do you mean by passion versus money? So when passion versus money, like right now, I work for the federal government as an IT professional, right? I, I secure the government's computers. It's a job. It's a very high-paying job. You know, talking about high six figures job. I don't need to do detail, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, that's a grind. It's a humdrum. It's a waste of life. <laughs> it's a waste of energy. Yeah, it gets paid. Yeah, I'm doing it for the money. It's a job. But it's a job. It's it's not something I see myself doing. It, as a matter of fact, it's not a legacy I want to pass on. What I have now when it comes to Tangle Mike is definitely something that I want to pass on to, uh, to my family, to my community, to my peers, to my, uh, my employees, my staff. It's a business. So it's a business. Yeah. It's a business. But you're saying, though, that we shouldn't be concerned about money. We should be concerned about our passion. So right. how does somebody do a business and have it as a passion? That's a, that's a good question. I, I guess do it as a business and versus as a passion. I think just well, no, this. not versus, but like, how can we? If we're saying that it shouldn't be just about the money, it should be about the passion. But right. at the same time, we have to grow a business. Right. How do you how do you intermix the two? I think your your passion sets your level of expectation when it comes to pricing and all that stuff, and, and making it a business because mm-hmm. eventually you do want to feed your family out of this, right? So. Yeah. But to me, I thought that's a huge advantage because mm-hmm. now you don't undersell yourself because you're passionate about what you do. You know what you're worth. You know what your craftsmanship is, shift is worth. Not only that, but you also know who your client base is going to be. You're not for everybody. The same way everybody's not for you. Yeah. Right? So for those that are just doing it for the money, they'll just take anything and everything they'll get and they'll push out anything and everything. Uh, they'll take those customers don't know quality. They'll take those customers and, and they'll do a no quality job. Right. But when you're passionate about the stuff, you're, you filter everything, what's coming in and what's coming out. Uh, that's even your client base. That's even the quality of the work that you're putting out. And that's even what you're willing to invest. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to put 12 hours in doing a paint correction, <laughs> you want to make sure that that 12, mo- 12 hours feeds, mm-hmm. feeds you. Not only uh, your time, but family as well. Yeah, because most guys don't know what even comes down to a CRM, you know. Mm-hmm. I think you're building a relationship with those clients and you able to put your love into that car as if it was their own for that particular customer. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're able to not just have a, you're not trying to just get a, bu- a quick dollar or mm-hmm. something that get in, get them in and out and then you don't see them until, you don't see them again at all. Right, right. So you want something that's gonna continuously get them coming in over and over again, mm-hmm. which turns into profit or turns mm-hmm. into, you know, it's your passion, but you're still getting a profit at the same right. time. Right. So, yeah, so I would think that having, I mean, whether, I, I think what you're saying, and I guess my takeoff of it is, if somebody's going to make it, 
they're going to have to be passionate about what they're doing, right? Yeah, right. But then how does somebody that takes something that they're passionate about and actually be able to do it for 10 years? You have to then set up some business practices that make money, right? I mean, you have to make money. Yeah, you do, you do. And and you mentioned CRM. What do you mean? Customer relations management team, you know, which is that, that... you know, I use Square and where Square can send promotional stuff. Let customers know not only like a sales, a salesy type marketing uh, email that you send out to all your customers, but just give them information that they don't they not they don't know about. So you may do a ceramic coating on one detail, or you know, what about a maintenance box? They don't know they got to maintain that car. So send out something to have them keep in the back of their mind. Like I still have to wash this thing every two weeks. You know. Even though you tell them, you give them all the information, they get busy, we get busy, we not. But if you just send something out, hey, that'll be be great. So, you know, just having that CRM that you can be able to feed your customers and tell them when it's time to come back in, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, we have 20, we can also all right, let's, let's get some orders. 50, please. Yeah, DJ and I don't work together. He's got a completely his own separate business. Yeah, yeah, he told me. Yeah, he yeah. killed me in. I was like, man. A lot of people think that because he actually, yeah. he rents the front of my Thank warehouse. You know, oh, we're, wow. We're, okay. we're very close proximity. Probably, okay. I didn't need a office space. You know, we're a warehouse. My bookkeeper works remotely. It's just the way I set up. Oh, really? Um, and so, I didn't need an office, right? Uh, I do 95% of my work off my phone. And uh, he, so he just, he was like, he was, mo- you know, he's still mobile, but at that point in his business, he was having his guys come to his house to set up the truck and go leave. And it was like, that's not a way to grow a business, right? right? So he started, um, a good three or four years ago, started leasing out the front of the warehouse because it's offices. So he uses the office, I use the warehouse. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But I've known DJ for a Yeah, Jeez. I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's 2019, so... 13 years? Wow. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. They came to work with me uh, at the car wash. Yeah. Just pulled up, needed a job. So why did you leave the car wash? Uh, great question, man. It's a big, big, big mistake in my career. Okay. It's a big mistake. I mean, my dream when I, as I started mobile, I remember specifically leaning down one time to clean a, a wheel and I just go, mm, you know, I'm 20, 25, 26. And you open a car wash? Well, no, I just, at this point where I leaned down to clean a wheel, I was doing mobile oh, okay. and, and I just go. No, no worries. And I just went, man, I, there's no way at 50. I I just, I knew at that age, it was like, I was loving so much of what I was doing, but I just knew as I got older in life, I would not be able to continue doing the exact same thing. Right. So I was like, how do I do what I'm loving, but more of it? And I just naturally went, I want to open a car wash. I booked an appointment with one of my biggest customers that he was in properties, right? I knew it was sitting properties. That was his company name. So I was like, I want to book a meeting with him so that I can at least ask him how to get started with this. I sat down, tell him what I want to do. And he goes, well, he reaches back to these prints and he's got all these, you know, engineer prints and digs through it now, digs through it. And he goes, here it is. And he goes, we just laid out these prints to do a, a car wash. And 
I'm kind of a missing piece of the puzzle because they need somebody that can manage it and run it and have experience. Oh, wow. So I'm walking in through church the next, I think it was the next Sunday, I'm pretty sure. And I'm literally just walking through and some random guy goes, hey, Margaret. I'm like, yeah. And Grover's name was David Davis. And he goes, man, I've been meaning to talk to you. I want to start a car wash with you. <laughs> like, you'd never believe who I just got out of a meeting earlier this week. Like, right. And so we just started talking. They were, you know, they're the money guys. I didn't have any money. And, right, right. Um, that's that's how I got to do it. And you know, two years into it, I had customers. You know, I'm, I'm an, I always like to interact. You know, meet people. We'd go drink. We'd go hang out. You know, sort of like what you talked about with community. Like that's what I did at, at the wash and. This guy knew somebody that was going to build tin washes. Right, so we're talking 2008 now, and he's going to build tin washes and needs somebody to GM all tin. So we negotiate that I get paid off of every car that comes through those tin washes. So I leave my dream to go chase money. Right. Right. But it's an opportunity. That's a big opportunity to GM to be a GM of a small chain of tin washes and get paid off of every car. It was. It was. It was an opportunity that I felt I needed to take, but I didn't. I, I was torn, but but I made. I, it was a mistake. So, 2008 we opened. 2000 or in late eight we opened. 2009 is okay, but not great. And that's when the economy, right? Yeah. Eight, nine, and ten. We had that massive, which we talk about it as much as we can because not many people have lived through right. a recession. And how do you run a business in the middle of a recession right. and a business that's a commodity, right? right? People don't need their car detailed. They right. don't need it washed. Mm -hmm. So we are a commodity. And how can we run a business and still be in a, in, in a recession? Well, he couldn't. His main income was from home building. He had to can me, so like literally a couple of weeks after Christmas, um, I walk in and it's the new year and we're ready to rock and roll and try and really keep going. And nope, he couldn't make it, and so I get I get canned, and it was I had some soap and was trying to think about doing this chemical business, and it was just all in. I cleaned cars every night, every morning. I missed soccer games. I did everything so that. My family would have food on the table, right. and then just tried to sell chemicals at the same time while I was detailing. Wow. And that was that was 2010, January of 2010. So we'll be we'll be celebrating sort of at Mobile Tech. We'll be celebrating our 10 year, 10 year anniversary. Wow. So that's awesome, man. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a, it's a, it's been a long growth. You know? Yeah, he's got story after story after story of. This happened and this happened and this blew up and this blew up. So as in one of those deals, you keep going and keep no matter what happens. Yeah, literally, as you just keep your head down and keep going. Because yeah. we are in the airport in Tulsa. Oh Tulsa, yeah. <laughs> and this dude walks up with a skateboard and goes, "Marty!" And we're sitting there, and he goes on this whole story about we were at a in a parking lot. And the tent blows over, and I'm chasing cash in a deal. And two hours later, so we one of my shut down. yeah, one of my crazy ideas was to use waterless because yeah. it was just brand new. DJ had just started using it, and why don't we go into a shopping mall, set up a waterless detail, and valet? Yeah. Well, that bombed. Four months in, we were closed down, and this was the guy we ran into him on our way here, and he's like, "Yeah, man, that last day we were chasing money across the park, like." Tent blows over. I mean, he's telling the story, and I'm going, yeah. "Oh my gosh, you got to tell me about this." So then, in the airplane ride, he gives me the rundown of what happened, and so 
the whole thing is, is all this stuff happens and he's still here. Like yeah. to yeah. me, he's big ball. Like and to me, I'm like, dude, you are on. You've done this at Rupes. You've done this at Mobile Tech. You're at SEMA. You're here. You're we're in Virginia. We're doing all this, and I'm looking up to him, and he's like, nah. Um, yeah. it's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Still nothing. Yeah. But if you can just keep going, you know, yeah. keep yeah. it. Now, that was interesting, though, because when I saw your post about that. Oh, you I, saw that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. at the at the I mall by, the mall where I was at, uh, the mall by in Richmond, or Richmond, in Fredericksburg, had opened up one of those car wash ordeal where it was Rinsler's Wash. They were doing it right there. You, you see people just driving by, trying to park their car in the mall. And there was this big old setup, huge setup. It was Rinsler's Wash and stuff like that. Now, I wasn't a detailer then, but I had my nice... 2008 Ford F-150 blue that I love. Did you get it and, done? Well, I took it through them and I'm like, yo, explain to me how my muddy truck <laughs> is going to get washed without you spraying any water with it. She goes, no, 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 don't do it. And I, I got it done that, that one day. Now, it looks, it looks badass, but I, I still couldn't get it in the back of my head. How did they clean my truck without putting water in it? Or, or at least spraying it down and getting some of that stuff off. Now, keep in mind, my 4x4 is a prima donna. So. <laughs> it's okay. My Jeep, people don't call it, you know, there you got trails, you can do a rock crawling, yeah. and that's, they call it a mall yeah. crawling. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> it's, it's coated, it's shiny, it's clean, yeah. you know. Yeah. But when I went back, I think it was like a month or so, it wasn't there no more. And I was like, oh, maybe it was like a circus show that comes in. and oh, it just might not have been able to make it. Yeah. It's a tough, that's a tough little spot yeah. yeah, we did not survive. It was, it was but the things he learned on oh, yeah. failure yeah. has pushed him to know what it takes to be successful later. Yeah. But it's mind-blowing, too, because just that little concept, when I was looking, I was like, yo, this is better. How many people at the mall don't really... I mean, you got your guys that care about their cars. It's like, yeah, we ain't going to do that or whatever, or through the tunnel wash. But you get like 90% of the population, they just want the car clean, and if... If you could bang it out while they're in the shop. Mm-hmm. So to me, that whole business concept, the model, concept was there. Ideas, yeah, it looked like yo, this is this is a this is a win <laughs> if I ever saw one. If like me and I go to the mall once, maybe twice a year. So you got to prove to me if I come there the first year and you're there, and then I come back six months later and you're gone, I'm out. I'm it, you. You got to be able to make it. Yeah. And so that's that's the deal too. Is in, in town, I kept getting compared to. A detail shop that was there four or five years ago, and I was like, "No, I'm not. I don't have anything to do with them." And they were like, "Well, well, if you're here in six months, I'll, I'll I may let you wash my car." Yeah, they make those. Okay. Well, then a year later, I'm like, "I can't get you in until next Tuesday." Yeah. It's like I'll be happy to do it Tuesday. And the, their whole mindset changed. Yeah, I still want to do your car. I'm going to do what best I can for you, but not not today. One thing that I'm learning from him is when you start talking to stores and stuff like that, your business model has to evolve, man. Yeah. It has yeah, to keep has changing. To, you always have to. You, always, you can't yeah. just stay in one certain thing. Yeah. you got to keep progressing. you got to keep going forward. And I think you had mentioned, you know, not specifically talking about, but you mentioned some guys that are solopreneurs, right? right. And yeah. how do you be a solopreneur and continue in yeah. the industry? Yeah. There's no way. Your There's body no way. just can't handle it. You've yeah. got to adapt. Yeah. You've got to bring people yeah. in. Yeah, you, you definitely do. Stuff. do. And one of the concepts that we talked about, which kind of piggies back what you're saying, is 
a CRM, like if you're a coding guy, like cool, be a coding guy. That's cool. You'll never get this shot again. Right. How many people over the decades have ever had this moment to make yeah. what you're making yeah. on a car, right? Oh, yeah. It just never happens. Well, you could stop your business at that point and say, I'm just a coder, but we don't know when the recession's coming. We don't know when it's going to hit. We don't know what's going to happen. And could you make it through that? We don't know. But we know that if you clean cars, you can make it through. So how can you do a CRM, something when somebody comes in through the big ticket items, to be able to come back and retouch them, to have them back into doing maintenance washes. That's what's going to feed you through tough times. Is the the easy stuff in and out. I mean, we made, the only reason we existed was $50, like, show up, (laughs) you know, clean them up, and hop back out, you know. Because if I can be in and out in an hour and make 50 bucks, it's hard to beat. When you talked about CRM, though, I mean, what, have you guys done anything specifically? Are you guys, is there any suggestions for guys with CRM? Yeah, you know, I, you know, shout out to, um, you know, All-Star Detail, man. Using Square. Man, I mean, Hasn't he been amazing? Yeah, man, things he does with Square, man, it's been amazing, you know. And, you know, we're doing... Keeping that CRM, being able to send out a little marketing campaign, you know, not, not making it real salesy, mm-hmm. like you gotta, you know, trying to give them a discount or something, but just giving them educating, you know, that actually giving them something they can pick it back off. That, that helps, you know. They don't, they, they has it back in their mind, like, hey, okay, I don't need this right now, but I may need it later on. So having that CRM to push out to your customer, man, it helps, you know. Like, you know, that's how I got Miss Barbara back that second time, yeah. you know, because she's like, okay, my birthday's coming up. Let me get twenty dollars off my car. Let me get my car clean before I go out of town. So little things like that help bring in customers. So you do, you know. I, I love that CRM system. Yeah, and you gotta invest into it. I mean, I I I, I actually slice out twenty percent of my earnings for customer whatever I'm gonna do for a customer. Whether it's a customer appreciation and whether it's like a photo shoot or blah, 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 targeting certain customers and stuff like that, you've got to slice that out, man. That's your bread and butter. Those are the ones that are going to keep you going. Uh, and little things like uh, like I was talking about in November, I'm actually doing a photo shoot, a uh, uh, Christmas photo shoot in November, so I can send out those um, Christmas, Christmas cards, cards to my customers. Oh, wow. But here's the big thing. So my photo shoot, I, I, no, this is what I'll do at my shop. My photo shoot, I actually bring in the caterer. I'll invite all my customers. So I turn it into a customer appreciation slash uh, yeah, staff party. Doing the photo shoot and all that, the customers will remember that gift or that car. When they go out, the customer will remember that I was there. I'll give away my shirts. I'll give away little things. Because I do market, I do set aside a certain amount of my income for just doing that marketing, getting my customers feel like. My big thing is getting my customers feel like they are Tango Mike. So you're saying set aside money. So like, what are you going to spend on that? Rough estimate. Uh, this year is uh, <laughs> I already spent twenty thousand this year. Oh wow! And that that's me. Yeah. That's that's me. On this event where you're going to do the photos and stuff, what is that? A couple grand? That that particular event will run me about fifteen hundred actually. So guys, that's a. I think you know the twenty grand is going to be a big thing for people. But if they could set aside, I think that's a perfect thing time to do. Thousand dollars, fifteen, two grand, whatever, throughout the year, and then host one big thing every year. Mm-hmm. Right? That could be a way. And if you do it around, it's not just doing that event. I like what you did. Is 
You're also going to do a photo shoot. You're going to do this. You're going to do multiple things around the event to maximize your yeah. dollar spend, mm -hmm. and then go send out Christmas cards from that event. I think yeah. it's genius. I think yeah. it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm taking notes. I'm, yeah. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Dude, you should see my phone. All the notes I've got. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking. I'm, like, I'm taking. I'm taking these now because yeah. I'm celebrating five years. I was, yeah. I'm already in my fifth year, but you know, just like having that. That, you know, customer appreciation, man. That's kind of cool. It's, and, uh, it's been huge, man. And keep in mind, so Tangle Mike, and I'm blessed. I'm really blessed that Tangle Mike doesn't feed my family. So I have that opportunity to say, you know what? I'm slicing 20% of my income this year for doing that to help build a brand and build a company. And again, I'm not building a detail shop. I'm building a brand. I'm building a community. And that's where my focus. So when I do my events, I'm focused as in I'm not selling detail. I'm selling a brand. I'm selling a community. I'm selling. When so when people come to that show, they feel and they feel like they're coming to a family reunion. Yeah. Just have to have a couple of nice things going on in the yeah. background. Yeah. Uh, I I love to keep things classy and high end. That's that's just me. Because even though Tangle Mike, if you look at Tangle Mike, you look at my branding, you look at my shirt. It's white collar, man. I mean, you know, it's it, it, it or it's blue collar. You know what I'm saying? It's right. it's us, t-shirts, hoodies, blah right. blah blah. I ain't catering to you know the scarves and fucking cigars and shit like that. <laughs> I'm I'm catering to us, the jeans and t-shirt type of guy. Yeah. However, if you go to my show, I mean, a couple years ago, I rented a fucking airport just to do a car show. So you got customers coming, but that's that's things that uh where I want to keep my customers at, where I want to keep myself. So I'm blessed and fortunate to be able to have that, an opportunity, and I'm maximizing it now. Eventually, I'll be leaving my government job and then doing this full time. So I got to make that transition. So this is me ba building my baseline. So I can tell you guys out there hustling and, and grinding it out, doing it for you, doing to feed your families. Invest in your company by investing in your brand. Take that whatever you can. I mean, you've got to be able to slice up a couple, you know, certain percent of your income to give back to your customers because they're going to bring it back in dividends man I, I believe that yeah i believe that let's go all right let's talk beer darren first time to try yingling it is fantastic it is we like need it. to find a way to get it to oklahoma well you just we have to go to arkansas and you can drive I, well i smoking yeah. the bandit man man we will yeah. drive to arkansas so there's a, guy, there's, a deta there's a detailer, Chris Alexander, in Oklahoma that's got the Smokey the Bandit. He's got a car just like that. We should totally record going over to Arkansas, smoking back some kneeling in his car. Yes. That would be awesome. I will. Yes. Yeah. We'll do it, and so, I've got some semis that can follow behind us, <laughs> taking cases of it back across state lines. We'll use your dog to sit beside me, and you can go snow hands. That's awesome. All right, what'd you get? I got a Bud Light. Oh, man. Mm. Pretty great. You don't ever... Is that your go-to? Uh, well, I'm drinking light. I gave my daughter's birthday, so I'm just going to chill for a little while. Yeah. We'll spend time with her. Good. How old's your daughter? 14. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a 13-year-old, so how's that going once they hit 14? Oh, man. It's an up and down roller coaster, all I can say. I got till February. Okay. <laughs> it's already. So, uh, yeah, so the roller coaster started? Yeah, the roller coaster started, roller coaster started at age 12. Oh, at 12. Oh, at 12. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad I got no, a Ours didn't start at 12, but yeah. it's, it's, it's getting there. But yeah. I think the problem is the uh, cell phone. Okay. <laughs> because 
uh, they're exposed to more. Mm. See, when we were younger, we weren't exposed to much. Mm. Yeah. So, how's it a problem? Well, uh, they're always on it. It's glued to them. It's attached to them. It's a body part now. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's the pushback would be completely get it completely get it. My sister doesn't let her kids do. It. I mean, they have like a certain amount of time they can spend. That for, for a while they couldn't even have a phone. Then it was well, you're only on certain. You know, so I get it. Um, the pushback would be is is if it's that's the way we're going as a society. Why would we limit? And it's not going backwards, right? We're not going back to the, the yellow pages. We're not going back to actually pulling out a map, right? So we're staying on our mobile phones and, I mean. Mobile phones, when they're older, they're going to be a joke, right? right. You know, they'll be wearing contacts and VR, right? Yeah. So it's, it's like, coming. why? It's, this is just the, the big, I think it's a great thing that you brought up. How do you, as a, a parent, separate the, here's where you need to be as an, a person in society, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because that's where society's going versus... Well, there's a lot of stuff out there that kids don't need to see. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I got on, I'm on TikTok. My youngest 10-year-old was lip-syncing to a song where the dude was saying the F-bomb. Mm-hmm. And I'm she's like... Lip-syncing along, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But if she's not on TikTok and she's 10 years old, like, she needs to be on TikTok. Like, that's where... I think the term we've learned is um, uh, a... Uh, what what they call it when we heard that? Uh social you're a social citizen so there's now in society we have two different citizenships we have you live here in virginia and then you have where are you online like what's your online citizenship are you even relevant do you even talk are you or are you absent from society on online so it's a big it's a struggle it's a struggle what have you done you just yeah we live we give it our time frame and uh, she likes reading, so most of the time she spends reading, but when she gets on her cell phone, it's kind of hard to fry it from her. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have kids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my oldest is 19. Oh. My, young, my, my middle girl is six, and I have a one-year-old. <clears throat> okay. So 19, six, and one. So oh, two wow. girls and a boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, 19-year-old, she's... She's in um, Georgia, but she's she was a challenge at 14. So you know, I'm not sure puberty or what's the case, but man, it was you know. Um, that's what you call roller coaster. Yeah, roller coaster. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's why I didn't. I just I just left that roller coaster. Yeah. And then my, my six year old. That's why like we haven't hit roller coaster yet. Right. Yeah. The six year old. She's she's coming to carry. She's coming to her own, man. You know, she's into dancing. And, Music, so you know, very talented young kid at her age, and you know, she's already in the gifted classes, you know, from kindergarten to first grade. We start her off in private school, so I mean, I'm a, I'm a public school baby, so her being in private school has helped her. And almost like right now, she comes home bored, she's bored. And I'm like, What's your school day? Oh, nothing. I'm like, Did you learn anything? Yeah, I already knew it. Okay. So, what did you learn? What did you do? Oh, we just did numbers. We did. I already know all that stuff. So it's like now we she reads every night. She reads right through the book. So I'm like, man, do you need a, do you need a challenge? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a challenge? 
So, you know, I think it's going to be one of those things, in the, you know, probably next year she might be going to private school. Because she, she needs a challenge. I mean, she's in public school when she's in school with kids that's having trouble reading. She's in school that's having trouble with math. So how do we balance? We, we've talked about trying to do a... Uh, family episode on you know how do you how do you do you know we're detailers trying to grow a business we just talked about brand we just talked about being in it long term and the amount of time that it takes you know i'm i've i've been open about very upset with my ex-wife and when she left and, and the way it went down but at the end of the day she couldn't she couldn't do life as a detailer trying to make it as a business and try and grow a business. She couldn't make it. It's just what it, it wasn't what she wanted out of life. Mm-hmm. But you put kids in that situation too. Like, so how do we, how do we be detailers and be a good father? You know, how do we, I miss soccer games, right? My customer, they said they wanted the car cleaned on a Saturday morning. Every Saturday morning, they're going to pay me a hundred, 150 bucks. I needed that. I miss soccer games for right. years. Yeah. You know, how do we, how do we balance the, the dad role and, and the details? Yeah, and I don't want Yeah, you're open seven days a week, right? Yeah. No, well, no, I mean, no. you do business. Yeah, uh, Monday through Friday, work yeah. government. Yeah, so with me, it was a, it's been a challenge, definitely been a challenge. But uh, one of the big things is, uh, again, I, I keep talking about Tangle Mike being family, being community. Uh, of course, my wife wants me there Monday through Friday at 7 o'clock. I got to be home. <laughs> it's, I got to be home. Which means stop getting off your phone with the customers and stuff like that. You got to be home. And you got to be home. It's tough, man. It's tough. Especially when, you know, I got to pay rent. I got to pay all this stuff. Yeah, I got to pay $20,000 in marketing and stuff like that. Dude, I got to be able to make money on one day. I got to make money on one day a week. Four weeks in a month. And it, it is, was crazy, guys, because even like that, I'm still, still, still doing it. But when it comes to my kids and family, uh, right now my son, my youngest son actually comes out in detail with me because he wants to earn a little extra money. So as much as I love him, he still can't do wheels. <laughs> Man, I got that joker working on wheels like crazy, dude. He still can't bang it out. The, he's getting better. He's getting better. But it's, it's that balance of uh, uh, riding, him a, riding him a little hard and then encouraging him when he does get good now. The one thing with my son now, because he's detailing with me and stuff like that, my he's a 16-year-old, uh, so he gets exposure with sending it on Instagram and stuff like that, so he sees, oh, my dad has a really nice shop, so all his friends eat it up, especially when they see him standing next to a Lamborghini and stuff like that. He come back around and say, yeah. So, matter of fact, that little joker, if I, could, I, I was driving him a customer's Lamborghini, he actually lets me drive it around. So we, we, we're pulling up to a corner, and five of his friends are in that corner on skateboards, and he looking at him like, like it's, oh, it's a Lamborghini, like it's a fucking Hyundai, right? Like it's, yeah. he's in a Lamborghini uh, Huracan. And wants to skateboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one's a skateboard. You can see his friend saying, what the fuck, that's Sammy and stuff like that. And he's just like, yo, what's up, peace. Uh, but even like that, my daughter that's over here at VCU uh, going to college, uh, and this was encouraging as hell for me because she was my first female detailer that I hired. My first, basically, when when my wife saw me in my garage <laughs> trying to bang out cars and getting backed up and seeing me work hard, my kids jumped in it, and that's when I found out there's nothing. We we do a good job, but man, female detailers just hands down. Cassie, are you listening to this? <laughs> there, there's a Angie, reason. Do you hear this? <laughs> I'm telling you. 
So she was my first detailer when I when I when I threw her in the inside of a fucking AMG car Mercedes, and she was there with the brushes just working it out, dude. So she got her niche, especially when she started seeing that daddy was paying her twenty dollars an hour just to work it. Now I had to work that like if she started taking longer, milking the time, right? Or the clock, but. She called me a couple weeks ago say, Dad, I need to make a little extra money. I need to come down. I need to work. So she'll come down and work in the shop on the weekend and then come back to school and stuff like that. My son, my oldest son that's in Seattle, Washington, um, he's in med school and stuff like that. I want to earn a little extra money. Saw the stuff that's going on on my social media. This is my 23-year-old son. Uh, now he's detailing up there in Seattle on the side. Matter of fact, he just did his WRX with CC105. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. When I went down there, uh, saw his buffer, we went down to Gryatt's because Gryatt's actually opened their first their first store is in Seattle, or not in Seattle, in Tacoma, Tacoma, Tacoma yeah. Washington. Yeah, so he took me by there, eating it up. So, somehow, some way, my little passion, and keep in mind, my kids don't like cars. <laughs> they don't, except for my oldest son. My wife hates cars, so it's completely different. So, when she saw the bank account, she's happy now, right? <laughs> she's happy now with the bank account. But nonetheless, bonus is for me, oh, but habanero, habanero over there. Yeah, that's fine. And then bonus. No, I think that there somewhere. What's that? Bonus. What's this one? Daytona. Oh, Daytona. Yeah, I had the original. Barbecue. Red barbecue or habanero barbecue. That's the bonus. Bonus? Yeah. Oh, bonus, sorry. Yeah, that's mine. That's yours. And then somebody had celery? Me. And then here, I'm going to ask Yours is on your way. Oh, yeah, no worries. Oh, there's a fries on mine. Yeah, I'll bring the fries out. Six. All right, we'll let you guys... Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry, dudes. Anybody want more beer? No, I'm good. I'll take a water, though. You want a water? Yeah. Yeah, I am touch this one. You want this one? You're not going to drink it? Yeah, I'm going to drink it. Yeah, yeah, you'll drink it. With a lime? Yeah. Thanks. All right, we'll let you guys eat, but where do people find you on social? Uh, Tango Mike and uh, uh, IGTM underscore PRO uh, underscore detailing. Tango Mike underscore Pro detailing. Uh, I shine for you auto detailing. 66 auto detail. Uh, I shine for you auto detailing. Instagram. Nice. You can find us at Pints Polishing Podcast or at Total Auto Solutions. And uh, we're going to get into some wins. We're going to get into some more beer. And uh, have a good time. Thank you guys for listening as always. And uh, we'll see you at SEMA. Go to freebeersema.com. Only if you like free beer with a bunch of other detailers. Freebeersema.com. DJ, I need a beer. I need a stat. Right now? I do, but I can't have it. Why not? Because I'm not at the Gordon Beers Brewery with hundreds of other detailers drinking free beer for hours. We should get a time travel machine and get there right now. Oh, let's do. Okay. So. Tuesday. If I time travel and I'm there. Yep. Should I get there and just show up? No, 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 no. It's highly important that you get there at 8 o'clock. And already have registered. Oh, or, so I should register before I show up. Like right now as you're listening to this. What's the registration? Swipe up, move this out of the way, and you go to... Swipe up, move it out of the way? Yeah, because iPhone. I'm <laughs> iPhone 10. You swipe this, swipe this up, get it out of the way. Hold on, that doesn't work. Oh, they're listening to the episode. So on their phone. To, oh, okay, yeah, now phone. I get it. Get out of this app. They should not swipe right.
Let's <laughs> just swipe up. Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> and then go to where? www.freebeersema.com. Yeah. Is that it? it, it that, that's a good one to go to? Okay. Or just Sema Pint Night? That's one too. SemaPintNight.com. SemaPintNight.com. All right. We'll see you guys there. Free beer. Two hours. Thank <laughs> you.